lost. Truly, we are getting lost in Indiana with a local face group. Facebook group, Get Lost Indiana, sharing with you some of the great destinations of our state. We'll also go straight to the edge again with Paul Poteet. We're also getting our yoga on today with Embark Yoga. So we're getting lost and getting flexible today on The Edge. Your audio and video source featuring Indianapolis tech trends, marketing industry champions, and business innovation. This is Edge of Indy. Broadcasting from Edge Media Studios. Let's get today's conversation started. Well, welcome back, Indiana and the world. Hey, thanks for joining us on Edge of Indy today. If you don't know what this show's about, if you haven't seen it before, then shame on you. Where have you been? Hey, uh, Edge of Indy is all about focusing on local Indianapolis and Indiana businesses and organizations that are moving and shaking and really uh, making news here in Indiana. Uh, we feature people and organizations and causes that make uh, Indianapolis a great place to work, visit, and live. So we, we ask you regularly, choose local and choose local often here in Indianapolis. That's what any, uh, that's what Edge of Indy is all about. So thanks for joining us. My name's Aaron Sparks. I'm the CEO of Site Strategics. Hey, and uh, to my to my right, we have the di uh, director of uh, the director of marketing services, Brittany Simpson. <laughs> I <laughs> answer to anything, so that will do. That yes. was an odd call. Hi, hi, Brent. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm a little lost today, and I think you are too. <laughs> Yay, you're lost. Hey, there we are. <laughs> And Sarah is our cheerleader for getting lost. <laughs> Sarah here is Sarah Risley is the creator of Get Lost Indiana. Sarah, how lost are you right now? Moderately <laughs> to extremely, I think. Actually, I'm very comfortable here. Oh yeah, not Good. that lost. This is great. Excellent. And, uh, and I cannot wait to tell you. You think all she's comfortable because we're lost? <laughs> It's there's a regularity people, that we are. People that are more lost than I am. Yes. I love that. <laughs> and this is where we live, work, and visit right here, and we're still lost. And, and that's it's not that strange, actually, <laughs> folks, if you know us. Um, Sarah, you've actually been a fan of the show for a while, and it's great to be able to have you on, on tonight, today. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> See, Again, there it is. We don't even know what time of day it is. That's how lost we are. Well, you're the founder of Get Lost Indiana Facebook group. So tell us about this awesome community you've developed, and then we'll just jump in. Okay, so uh, I guess I've always been a journaler. I've always written down where I've gone, what I've done, people I've met. Um, I'm a big community person, so I have a, a journal. I mean, ever since elementary school that that just kind of That's logs a big journal. my life <laughs> they're, they're were like, you lost they, back like then stacks. i've always been lost <laughs> always been lost so i have a stack i mean they're they're pretty much in the same place mm -hmm. um they're probably going to go to some shelf of some library here in indiana when i pass on and maybe kids will study they'll pull one and try to figure out who who this person sarah risley was but i've i've I graduated to a Franklin planner mm -hmm. because I'm an event person. I love, I need to keep track and I need to open it. I have an iPhone, but I, I want to be able to see what I'm doing and things change. So just change it on paper. Facebook came along, social media came along and I started putting some of my adventures online mm -hmm. and um, friends encouraged me to do something with it. And I thought it's just, it's just my life, but they enjoyed the way I write and the way I present and and 
gosh, I take pretty good photographs too. So I got this idea. Because You're so <laughs> humble, Sarah. <laughs> I didn't know that though. I mean, these are things that I discovered that yes. I found that I hashtag found because of Get Lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a whole new thing and I wish I would have known about it before. But um, I, th- I think I was lost one day and I'm like, gosh, I, I should encourage this. I should encourage other people to get lost because when you do, you, 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 you don't have expectations, but a lot of times what you find is just amazing. So it's like I, I, I encourage people to get lost. I want people to get off the couch, get off the sofa, the sofa get off the device, yeah. talk to strangers. I encourage U-turns. and uh, Safe ones. <laughs> safe ones. <laughs> don't use a GPS. <laughs> Well, a lot of them, I'll tell you, are on back roads, yep. and I do U-turns for goats, and I think that is really one of the main the <laughs> yeah. I, say I that, that. Say that again that for us. Like you see a goat and you U-turn to go see it again. Not just goat, maybe, but goats. Like, have you not taken the back roads of Indiana to see the goat farms that are here? You know, I haven't. But they I'm are among us, now. next to the llama farms. Maybe, yeah. I also suffer those. Yes. And so traveling the back roads, um, I also had a job that took me into other counties. So when I'd have a sales call mm-hmm. for my job. <laughs> You're like, never the, mind, I'm driving around. <laughs> the rest of the day, I would get lost and I would talk to the people. Um, I would go to a restaurant. Yeah. I would try the food and then, you know, feature it. And I... I it's just, I get it. I get it. We no, go. We, we go. It. We go camping on a regular basis down in Brown County, or or uh, a number there. We got a couple sc- three scouts in the family, so we're all over the place. But it's great to be able to have take the back roads, not just take the the the, four, the highway or four sixty five, what have you, but actually start finding some of the back roads to get right. there because those areas are are not usually well traveled. You know, you're going to find some very unique mm-hmm. stuff. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And I it's think great. that's really what's special about. Get lost mm-hmm. about what I'm doing is that I'm not focusing on the top ten mm-hmm. anything. It's like a day. It's in Saturdays I get lost like hardcore mm. from morning <laughs> to evening because there's so much to do in Indiana. I mean, so it happened pretty organically. Like you just oh. got lost, and you're like, I'm going to document this. How did you grow your following? Because you've got a huge Facebook following, and it's like it all happened. Like you're not paying these people. You're not paying to get in front of them like I've they not. just are following you and getting lost with you and they're the all, whole thing is kind of like Whoa. they they really can't be following her if they're lost too they're telling me where to get oh. lost though that's, and that's very that's deep so <laughs> yes so you have a bunch of random strangers telling you they're, to get lost but they're not strangers not all of them are i mean they are they're friends but maybe we haven't met yet you wouldn't know Isn't if that? you did <laughs> Because you're all facing other directions. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's the it's, it's, it keeps on giving. It's, it's I fantastic. Love it. it is so the fun, so like if I go to a county, say one of my favorite counties is Miami County, mm-hmm. Peru, Indiana. Peru, Indiana is amazing. Where in the heck is that? So think that north. Yep. Yes, kind of Lafayette-ish. Oh, here, that's way outside of, of where yeah. I usually go. That's way up there. That's oh. way up there. Eh, I'm from Fort Wayne, so oh, you're and I have family way down south, so I cover the state. Mm-hmm. I, like, I do yeah, good for you. That's awesome. But if I if I go to a county, I go to several places mm-hmm. and make it a day getting lost, 
and then I do a feature and and not only do I you know mention the people that I met and places I went and tag them then it just kind of scatters it just kind of balloons and so I can every once in a while I'll do a shout out to Peru Indiana and the friends that I've made there especially like there's a German um bakery yeah there is well there's a german connie's little yep. german bakehouse it's, it's famous it is amazing do they make donuts no look at spatzel no they, no no yeah, yeah they do but the kuchen i'm sorry <laughs> bless you what <laughs> <laughs> okay you just have to get lost in peru and again what is it called saying but a kuchen but a kuchen yep yeah. Pretty, pretty sure I'm not spelling this right. He's like, Google it. <laughs> Be careful what nope, comes up nope. on the screen there. So, <laughs> so broadly speaking, okay, so you're talking talking to us about, this is a verb at this point <laughs> in time. That's a kind of karate. Actually, I think it's, it's a, a kind noun. of karate, by the way. It's getting like, getting it, lost. Someone lost actually it. made it a noun the other day ah. and said, I think this would be a good get lost. Ooh. Wow. I know. Sarah, you're such a trendsetter. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, look at my silver <laughs> streaks of distinction, everyone. <laughs> so, so let, let's, I mean, for everybody to understand, it's, it's about, and, and, and I'll embellish, but you let me know if I'm on the, on the right track here. You're supposed to be off the track. There, there's a pun here. All right. So, so it's about wandering with not the destination in mind, but actually the experience. As you're getting there, mm -hmm. right? So you have a destination, but it's the experience of what you find while you're traveling. Exactly. Right? And also set, finding things that are noteworthy and be able to kind of mark them for friends and family and, and the get losters, right? Actually, I call them adventurers. They are get lost adventurers because they are educational ah. adventurers. But you're right on track. Cool. I think the most important thing is to... Allow yourself to go somewhere, first mm -hmm, of all, mm -hmm. but then also to not have great expectations. You never know. And I think that's my thing is I go and I I think I'll go. To, I'll try this or, right. uh, you know, I, I now when you have an invitation or you see an invitation from Facebook. Right. That says, who's your Santa's? What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hooked. What is this? <laughs> Meeting at Dong's China Buffet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a Christmas story flashing right. in my head right. now. Ra, 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 <laughs> right? In, Morse, in Morseville. Right? In Morseville. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, they had me at Hoosier Santa's because I'm like, what is this group? So I'm curious and I'm nosy. And and now and and so I drove to I I said, "Hey, I have this thing called Get Lost. I want to see what you guys are all about." So now on my page, yep. I have 30 Santas. Who's your Santas that are following along and um, 30 stalker Santas? Friends. <laughs> adventurers. There you go. So, but they invite me to awesome. their meetings and things now. Um, that was Dong's China Buffet. <laughs> this year, it was at Silly Safari. Oh, very cool. And um, so I was out there actually doing a selfie video with the reindeer in the background. Naturally. This is, this is like classic. I've never submitted anything to America's Funniest Home Videos, but this mm. I did. Um, and they probably showed it and didn't let me know. But I was doing a selfie video, and behind me, two reindeer were showing some dominance, if you know what I mean. 
and I got it all. Oh. So they probably <laughs> didn't show that on television. <laughs> or, or it had to be blurred. I'm they weren't just boys. The funny thing, though, is one of the guys from Salusafaris is like, oh, they're just boys being boys. I mean, they were just boys being boys. And I, during during my selfie video, I mean. So what you're doing, <laughs> I'm just going to skip on past that. What you're doing is, is you're showcasing um, groups and cultures where mainstream will rarely go. And you're coming to meet them. And they certainly appreciate it. And I mean, that is that is authentic connection. That's that's uh, um, that's what social media is supposed to help and, and, and be and be useful for. Right. Right. Building and, community. Engaging. Oh, <laughs> it's, yes. Brittany has a prop. I'm sorry. OK. Uh, you thought I was not going to have props after last week, but ah, I've got another one. So you, you kind of have to turn your head, though, and act like this is a steering wheel. Yeah, you got to go that way. Well, yep. this you, is not my good side. You got to drive it there. <laughs> you got to. This is not my good side, Sarah. Look at, oh my goodness, that's great. <laughs> so you're correct. It's all about engaging community. Cool. I find the little known, but I also go to, I mean, it's kind of like wherever I go. Right. For example, I thought maybe you might ask me, well, Sarah, where have you gotten lost I'm going to ask you this. It, that's two questions from now. Should I wait? Okay, I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, though, you really use this platform to help both profit and non-for-profit. Correct. Businesses as well. So that tell us right. about why that. We is can't important. hear you. Roll down the window, would you? I'm sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> get off the road. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> tell us. Things have gotten out of control, and I'm sorry. <laughs> this is insane. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. You, ma'am, you brought this problem, and you should have known. Thanks better. a lot, Sarah. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'm going to put it away, and then we'll talk about non how you're helping nonprofits and profit um, companies here in the community. Go. Okay, so my background is mostly nonprofit um, events. Before I was doing Get Lost, mm -hmm. I was volunteering all over the community. Because, again, I'm a community person, and I need to take a drink. Yes. You're fine. Thank you. <laughs> Um, See, I could be in the car. Right now. <laughs> you can pee in the car. <laughs> I can pee in the car. I don't pee in cars. I'm a lady. It sounds like you're you're all about getting lost. So, so any favorite experiences being lost that you want to share with us? Yes. Also, just really quickly to answer Brittany's yes. question before my lips started to stick into my teeth. Um, <laughs> I love community theater here in mm -hmm. Indianapolis at Fort Bend Theater at the Fort. I mean. The Belfry, everywhere. So um, everyone's, and, and I know that they need help. Mm -hmm. They need help filling seats. So whenever I'm available, if there's a, a show that I can fit in or something, I'd love to go and promote for them. So That's really absolutely. Nice. I'm sure they appreciate that too. I'm no. sorry. No, absolutely. Back. All right. So share, share some of your favorite Get Lost's. It as a noun too. This I know. Is wonderful. <laughs> I'm just okay. Okay. So, oh, there's so many, and that's what's great about Facebook Memories is that Facebook Memories reminds me of mm -hmm. all the stuff I've done. Um, so, one of my favorite was there was an event called the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, and it's a vintage motorcycle ride that happens. It's it's international. Hmm. hmm. And the funds go to support prostate cancer and research. 
Uh, so I saw, again, I saw the information on Facebook. Um, and again, I invited myself. <laughs> you're nothing but a crasher. That's what you're I saying. Know, I am, <laughs> but I do good things for. So um, <laughs> I love. I love sidecars. Mm-hmm. I used to work at the Ronald McDonald House here, oh. and uh, they had a, a, a Goldwing Road Riders mm-hmm. event where they would come. And in two years that I was there, there were two different sidecars. And I, my favorite thing to say, and I'm sorry that you didn't ask me an icebreaker, because my favorite thing to say as an icebreaker <laughs> is I've ridden around Monument Circle topless. <laughs> I giggle really. I, I don't know how I'd actually get to that particular question. But I already. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's I something already, I should ask I everybody. Gave you, I already gave you some background information. <laughs> so anyway, the first year, um, a, the sidecar came. It was like a Mork from Mork thing. Like it was covered. Like I had, I sat in this pod. The second year, there was a sidecar that was topless is what I call it. I don't know what you call it. So anyway. I'm pretty sure it's not called topless. I don't know what no. it's called. <laughs> Let's call it convertible. How about that? Okay, okay, okay. So um, back to um, uh, distinguished gentlemen's distinguished uh, the road right. Anyway, um, I said, here I am. I would love to (laughs) feature. I'm here. (laughs) I would love to feature event. By the way, if anyone has a sidecar, that would be an amazing feature. So I could ride topless. No. Okay. We're past that. <laughs> it was a one. It was one time. <laughs> so that's what happened, and um, some really generous people that live kind of on in the Nora area mm-hmm. have a vintage bike with a vintage sidecar. Oh, cool. So sidecar, Sarah. Side, vintage cap, hat, helmet, helmet, bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Just because What's it's close here? to Easter, <laughs> um, so three hours. It was a three-hour tour oh my around Indianapolis and on 465. I mean, it was pretty cool. It was amazing and all for a great cause. Did it mess so. up your hair? Eh. It doesn't. <laughs> it did, but it was okay. But it was worth it. I mean, I even had one of those because it was vintage. I had the scarf. scarf. You have. To, I mean, you have to. Yeah. You can't ride in those and not have a scarf. You can't. That would be illegal. So that was definitely, <laughs> definitely one of my favorites. Um, I've canoed the White River, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, every day is something different. So for anyone who hasn't been lost with you yet, I highly encourage it because obviously she knows how to find a good time. <laughs> who is ide- like? Who do you want to connect with? Who should join your community online? Who is this perfect for? I imagine you have like a. Like a type of like a type of person, this is perfect for. Actually, it's anybody, anyone who's uh, leisure, travel, mm-hmm. tourism, um, business. Because I promote. I mean, I promote, promote, and like I said, I I have a nice. I can't believe that I have over thirty six hundred people who are tuning in and watching and. Um, to go out in the community and, and people recognize me and say, hey, aren't you the get lost lady? And to uh, be driving in my car on a Saturday and um, hear someone call in because I listened to Pat Sullivan, mm-hmm. um, WIBC, to even listen along. And uh, uh, this happened. A caller called in and said, hey, um, I have a question about tiny homes. And all of a sudden, Pat Sullivan says, 
well, you know, I don't know much about tiny homes, but I do follow the Get Lost lady, and I know that she just uh, spent a couple nights in one, which I did, which was another favorite mm-hmm. experience. Uh, so you better believe that I called in the show and said, hey, this is uh, the Get Lost lady. <laughs> Um, and, um, maybe I can skip the rest of your call line and talk to Pat about my <laughs> tiny home experience. And it happened. So it's kind of catching on that I'm the get lost lady. And I, I kind of like that. Do people ever yell at you like, get lost lately, get lost lady. <laughs> no, but I think that's, I think I'm that's to, funny. I'm going to next time I see you. So. And I love it because it, it's a double <laughs> entendre. And that's what I do when I go to businesses is I, that's part of the thing. It's part of the video. It's like, okay, we're, we're going to do this video that says get lost at wherever. Uh, and you encourage families to get lost to like take your kids to go get lost too, right? This is not just a, an initiative. This is for this everybody. Is everybody. I try to lose my kids all the time. That's, you can't do that. They always find their way they, home. It's because you fed them. Uh, well, I, I mean, <laughs> duct tape and a bag of kibble and they still chew their way out. Oh, I don't know. Geez. What's, yeah, He's I don't joking. Know what's <laughs> this is not real. This, this is, is this an is, anecdote. <laughs> he doesn't really do that. That's, that's my kids. <laughs> Have you ever had an interview that has gone so many uh, oh, ways? Oh, yes. Yes. It's a, it's a regular thing here. <laughs> All right. Uh, we like to get lost in our interviews yeah, The squirrels well. are over there. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we certainly appreciate the work that you're doing to provide exposure to the little-known Hoosier people, places, Not- and <laughs> things. <laughs> little-known Hoosier people. <laughs> Hoosiers. People. The people, places, and the things. Right. <laughs> and the little Hoosier people. But again, like I said, it's not just the little Hoosier people. It <laughs> the is, giant ones. It's the uh, last night in preparation. I did my homework for y'all. Mm-hmm. I dined at Convivio. Mm. Very good. Italian restaurant. Very good. And um, so that was my latest, like, nice feature. So. Um, very nice. You know, just trying to get the word out for all the businesses. And they are actually a an Indiana-owned mm-hmm. business, too. So Killer. Yeah. So, so as you've been getting lost, why focus on, on these small businesses and entrepreneurs? Why do they need the help, in your words? Well, you know, advertising is expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, I think because I do have a niche, again, I'm reaching different audiences, and I do it in a way that no one else is doing, and uh, I'm pretty proud of that. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we're all about local here as well, as well you know, and and we certainly uh, uh, appreciate what you're doing. Any special shout-outs for some unique uh, Get Losters uh, that are out there, uh, or events or places that are just... um, Top top of mind. Top of mind. Wow. Oh, Wow. That, I didn't have time to prepare Do you have a that. favorite bar to get lost at? <laughs> <laughs> Is that inappropriate? <laughs> I thought that was a fair question. <laughs> um, wow, I do have some friends at McCormick and Schmick's. That's nice. That's place. a nice place. That's yeah. downtown, right? Yeah. Really I think I've driven by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't been there, but I'll, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Or okay. she's returning from there, <laughs> ladies and folks. You need to get ha- get get lost at their happy hour. Their food, I do. Their food happy hour is pretty amazing. If you've not, I've been not to that. That's so. good to know. Good shout out from McCormick and Schmicks. <laughs> I'll be seeing you in a bit, <laughs> and I might be with her. <laughs> wow. So, 
What would <laughs> Look you? Look at him. He's. I'm. I'm. <laughs> he doesn't know where to go. Trying to navigate. He's lost. Give me the bloody lost? car. <laughs> I, I'd like to make people lost too. I mean, I. <laughs> I'm into it. Lean into I'm, it. I'm lost in my head most <laughs> of the day. So there's that. So, so if, if I could ask, um, what makes in, uh, Indiana and Hoosiers so unique? Get it. <laughs> We're still lost. Um, you know, I hate to say the cliche, Hoosier hospitality, but I think it's true. Cool. Everywhere I go. I'm, I'm invading people's space sometimes. <laughs> you're a crusher. <laughs> I mean, another favorite. We can talk about favorites all. I could, or we could bring up my page and I, you know, show and tell for two years. <laughs> but one of my, uh, I have so many favorites. Um, Nobody will be offended. I was in Martinsville, mm-hmm. and there was a fishery. Mm-hmm. You know that we have like. Mm-hmm. Fisheries, like lots of them in Martinsville. And I was trying to get to one. Somehow. You got lost. I got lost. Yep. And I ended up at a different fishery. But and there was an old house. I walked up to this residence. You're not supposed to go in unless you knock. (laughs) I knocked on the door and I was greeted by an older gentleman, probably in Mm his 80s. Told him who I was. He got the golf cart out. Oh, we went, we off-roaded through the fishery, through the forest. That's a wet drive. All over his property. Oh and he gosh. was showing me all the different ponds and the different fish. And he had an, he had an albino deer on his <gasps> property and horses. Those are and, rare. <laughs> have you ever seen an albino deer? I actually have in Wisconsin. Wow. It's like, it's very rare to see it, but Hmm. I've seen one. Hmm. Have you? Other than that one? (laughs) Not other than that one. (laughs) Have you? Last three times I've been hunting, I've not been seeing any (gasps) deer, let alone albino Uh deer. Now she's mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's going to storm off. (laughs) Not mad. Just disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) So why, to, to, to wrap up, why should we all be focused on local? I know we talk about it a lot of times, but in your words, why should we be plugged into the communities in which we live? Because they're our neighbors, you know? Mm-hmm. They're people trying to feed their you know, families. It's like yeah. me. It's like me. And like, I am also, I didn't ever plan to incorporate Get Lost, mm-hmm. but people are contacting me. To tell their story. So, and I'm very happy to do that, whether, I mean, especially Hoosier. That's where my heart is, and that's what this is all about. If someday, get lost international, pow. Yeah. But if it's everywhere, then there's no place to get lost. And how do you get lost anymore? You have to have one place where it's not, and then you're still good. Have you not been listening? So it's about the journey, not the destination, right? It's all about your journey. It's all about the people that that you find once you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been lost like a lot. Uh, <laughs> another story. There's a soundbite yes, for well, you, folks. Yes, another story. So I have relatives. This is great. This is like a four-parter, maybe. I don't know. 
I have family that live in Christmas Village in Santa Claus, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Do you see where this is going? Do you see? I think we're going to get lost with Santa, but go on. So, so Christmas Village is a place. Um, there is a hotel with a conference room. Mm-hmm. So I missed the turn into Christmas Village neighborhood where my... Oh, ma'am, gosh. Ma'am. <laughs> Please. I shouldn't talk with my hands so much. <laughs> So I miss the turn. I see the lodge, mm-hmm. pull in the lodge, and I'm turning around. And here walk out three of the Santa Clauses that I met at Dongs. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So then this is the same day. This is the same day. Um, there was a gated community that wasn't exactly gated. <laughs> She's a lock. Pick. Nothing keeps her away. She is not deterred by fences. Get or lost gates. and breaking in and breaking in entering. There might not have been anyone at the little station. No one with a weapon. So, <laughs> so I went in and because I'm, I'm a sponge. I want to learn. I want to see. You want to find some more albino deer? <laughs> exactly. More Santa Clauses in Santa Claus, Indiana. <laughs> like leprechauns <laughs> she just lets herself in that's like my new favorite thing like well i'm i'm strate- here for a reason i'm so. strategically lost right now okay get off my back <laughs> here's my card <laughs> <laughs> officer i'm doing this for you it's for the good of the people <laughs> so i'm driving around and i had no idea there were so many different lakes in wherever i was mm-hmm. in this gated not gated community <laughs> Because it wasn't a, poorly, a gate. Poorly gated. It was like a farm. It was almost like a farm market stand. It wasn't a gate. So yeah. I'm driving around, and I got so lost. Like, literally, I got so lost that I I had swallowed my pride. And you admitted it? And I had to ask a fellow passerby. out of here? Yes. He had... He had to let me out. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, that's that. That's the thing is that that's if you're getting hard. lost so often, odds are you will eventually need help to get back to civilization, right? <laughs> if you get lost so often, though, you're going to find out where you are. That's the fun thing about getting You'll lost. You'll learn a new route home. Just keep getting lost. Or live off the land. Start a new life somewhere new. Oh, I love well. it. I love it. I love it. So final thoughts for people who uh, might be stuck in a rut. Uh, what advice would you have for Hoosiers, even little Hoosiers, uh, who need a break out of their routine? So much to see right here. Um, you know, one tank getaways, mm-hmm. they are here. Just if you're at all clued in, and even if you're not, there are so many um, – channels to to find events to find things that are going on in indianapolis facebook is there but there's also um bob birchfield's around indy absolutely you know uh, i can't i I, yeah so there there are many weekends when there's 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 too much to do Hmm. and if i ever hear anyone say there's nothing to do here it's kind of like all right hey you're, you're a crazy I person. Really don't know what to say to you because <laughs> there there is like go tell them to break in someplace. <laughs> Just knock on a door. Let yourself <laughs> in. There's a space right there. <laughs> well, go in. They All won't right, mind. You guys have you crawled under that yet today? <laughs> I love hey, it. No, but it makes for a great story. Yeah, it does. And people, and I think that's awesome. I'm not breaking in anywhere. No, you're not. Officially, no, she's not. 
it's first impression. It's not. It's totally not. It's it's the idea that and to answer your question, it's who's your hospitality. People are willing to tell their stories. Absolutely. They want to tell their stories. And they know that, you know, hey, I'm I'm gonna tell their story to thousands of And you know what? Anybody people. who doesn't want to, you don't need to talk to them. Tell them, to get, tell them to get lost. You tell them to get That's lost. Right. That's right. <laughs> Gain them a sticker, maybe. So Brittany get lo- yes. wrangle us in here. Where are the <laughs> yes, socials? Please. You never have me say this, but okay. <laughs> let me uh, let me do this on the fly. Uh, Facebook.com slash get lost Indiana. Twitter at Get Lost Indiana and Instagram at Get Lost Indiana. High five on branding continuity. Good job. Wonderful. That's great. Very good. Thank you. Excellent. Keep telling stories. It's fun. Absolutely. And we'll certainly be watching you from afar and then rooting for you to get lost regularly. And a great building that the the tribe of followers. And Mm -hmm. it's great to be able to, uh, what you're doing is bringing exposure to a heck of a lot of local businesses and causes. And they appreciate that a lot of times more than the big companies do, Mm -hmm. big organizations. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where you can really tell somebody's story and they truly do appreciate everything that you can do. So thanks so much for being the field operative for local Indiana. And I am going to yell, get lost if I see you out in public. (laughs) Is that okay? <laughs> Please do that. I'm gonna act like I don't know you though. Like, ma'am, get I lost. Like, I will like stop and be like <laughs> There we go. So for all of our Edge of Indie listeners uh, and watchers, if you come across Sarah, tell her to get lost. And and get lost often. The sign. <laughs> I try to do this. It's backwards. It's backwards. It's backwards. Get lost. Okay there. <laughs> I I see the L. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Sarah, for your time today. We really appreciate it. And you're doing an awesome job. What a fun thing to do. Get lost. Get lost. Get lost. (laughs) You. (laughs) All right. So with that, we're going to get lost with Paul Poteet on the edge. Coming up right after these messages. Well, this was, this was uh, such a tedious uh, investment in, in the Indianapolis community. We wanted to really help NX3 shine. It's a fantastic opportunity to be able to, to bring site strategics and everything that we've been able to grow to be here over the last few years and then plug into the community, be able to, to help, be able to support a, a number of brands that are here. But more importantly, it really, it's a, it's a gathering for our team to really just get out of the office and and, and just have some fun together. Uh, a lot of times um, we're working so hard that we don't see uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the tech startup community. And this is exactly why we, we moved downtown is to be able to have that connection. And this was a great platform to be able to really roll out what we do. The last year was the year of pivot. I mean, we left the south side, knew that we had to be downtown in Indianapolis uh, just because of the technology scene. And on top of that, we, we tripled our footprint, uh, our, our square foot footprint uh, downtown uh, to make room for our, our, our live cast studio, as well as be able to expand into a much larger collaborative space for all our employees. Our role in the tech community is going to uh, take off like a rocket ship. It honestly is, we look to help give lift to so many companies with our digital marketing tactics, as well as our studio to be able to Paint the picture, tell the why story of so many of these organizations. We've got a great team of videographers, 
be able to, uh, you know, a podcast technology that is uh, surpassing almost everybody in the country. And I'm really proud of, of this, this convergence of, of skills and technology to help tell a story for all of these other companies. We have organically grown and we are now bringing a great number of really sharp people into our organization. And it's time to do that now. And with everything that we've been able to invest in from skill sets and technology, we are now really able to uh, tell our own story as well as so many other companies. And it's, it's just, I got a lot of pride in who is part of this organization now. I'm proud of each and every individual that works uh, for Site Strategics. There's no way I could have ever done this with, without uh, a good deal of blessings and a good deal of really caring people to get us to this degree. And I'm just so excited about what we're about to do. Um, the next couple of years is just going to be fantastic. So Edge of Indie is a weekly Facebook Live broadcast where we interact with some of Indie's best and brightest, movers and shakers, promote our um, internal brands, so Site Strategics and Edge of Indie itself. Additionally, we wanted to really connect Indianapolis and, and form connections with people we might eventually want to do business with. You know, small mom and pop businesses or restaurants, startup companies, small to medium sized businesses, some of Indie's bigger organizations. You know, there's a lot of good things happening. but. A lot of times you're either missing it or you're so tied up in your day-to-day -day that you don't know what's going on. And so this is just a quick and easy way to learn about awesome things going on in our city. Edge of Indy is less than a year old. And within that year, we've had over 155,000 Facebook Live views, um, over 1,000 individuals show shares and show likes. And then in terms of show downloads of the podcast itself, there have been over, um, over 4,000 of those. So what I want to say about Paul Petit is that he brings definitely a new energy to the show. Uh, it's kind of a dad energy. He and Aaron like to like swap the dad jokes and make it like a dad versus dad thing. And then you've got this blonde girl in the middle, this millennial that's just like, oh dad. And it's always nice to have him. He brings a really fun energy and it's always good to know what weather lies ahead. We have a lot of big plans for what lies ahead. We are looking for sponsors. So to get companies in, in, engaged and kind of getting getting their backing and support in the community, maybe one day have more than one show a week. That's something to build towards. Um, we are looking at having like on-site live shows on location other places. So taking it out of the studio, packing it up and going to to our guests and, and interviewing them there. You should definitely tune in every week because we've got some great guests who really need some support here in uh, Indianapolis. Just fun and a light, easy way to learn about what's going on. Tune in for some great, happy, lively, fun conversation. Real life, real stories. Let's see what's trending in Indianapolis. This is Paul Poteet on The Edge. I always wait for those dance moves. I never know which one's going to come out. Uh, cheers. That's cheers. my. Oh. That's one of my grand grandpa mugs from. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, well, uh, straight whiskey. No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Why does grandpa smell? <laughs> no, Hi, Paul. Just the third, fourth cup of coffee. Don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. Hey, are we solo again today? We are. You and me. Uh, this might become a thing. We just don't know what's going to happen. I know. It's kind of sad to see the empty chair. That's too bad that we can't, like, just change the set for a couple of weeks and just physically sit me down next to you. No. Well, you're allowed to come visit whenever you want. Yeah, that's true. Oh, all of a sudden, I'm the lazy one instead of Aaron. <laughs> Look what you've done.
<laughs> so what, do you, what do you have for us on the edge today? Turn me right around. I have a couple of interesting stories. First of all, people sometimes like to economize, especially at a young age. We all have heard of these millennials, you know, who, uh, you know, maybe don't have money for their own house. Maybe you want to have a roommate, but maybe you've never thought to have your spit analyzed before to find the perfect roommate. Whew. Thank goodness there's a company now that does that for you. Spare Room will analyze your DNA <laughs> to find a compatible roommate based upon genetic markers for roommate compatibility 14 different traits spontaneity optimism confidence risk-taking self-awareness and stress tolerance well if i can tell you right now i'd be stressed to have to spit for somebody <laughs> right now the service is only available in the uk but they hope to launch it in the u.s later this year so forget craigslist <clears throat> just <laughs> these 14 things don't matter to me like i care about like do you make a lot of crumbs yeah right cleanliness do you snore can i hear you sleep well maybe this is self-selecting if you're the kind of person who will just you know give up their dna for strangers maybe i don't want to live with you <laughs> Maybe you'd be doing it around. Maybe that's a red flag in and of itself. <laughs> but did you know that so much could be derived from DNA? I guess I didn't realize that. How can they tell how spontaneous, you know, your spontaneity and optimism and confidence just from that? I don't know. And it's if we do 20, well, you and I and Aaron should all do t that. Is that 23 and me? Is that the deal? I believe, I believe so. Or they analyze your uh, DNA. But uh, yeah, 14 different traits. A chatty extrovert with high confidence might find she's suited to living with a more relaxed introvert. <laughs> the introvert would hate that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Spare room if you want to Google it and uh, get more information. Interesting. Well, good luck, everyone. Yeah, a little bit of science there. This, I think, is kind of fascinating, too. Yeah. It's uh, these identical twins. They're, they're not... They're not identical anymore. Speaking I saw that this is crazy and I don't understand a bit of it, but it's interesting. What are the chances I could find two DNA stories for you on the edge? But I did. This was a NASA twin study. Scott Kelly was in space uh, for quite some time. He has a twin and I he had an identical twin. Dun, dun, dun. 7% of his genes did not return to normal after his return to Earth. And I don't mean they shrank in space. I mean his G-E-N-E-S, Brittany. G-E-N-E-S. He was aboard the International uh, Space Station, and they so they compared his results before and after with his identical twin, Mark, who remained on Earth. 7% of his DNA, get this, there are the two dudes right there. I don't know if that's before or after. I mean, they still, obviously, they look alike. But he's now taller, Scott Kelly, the astronaut, now taller than his twin. How much taller? I know. That's the first thing I thought of, too. What the heck? I love being an astronaut now. <laughs> so he ended up being taller as a result of being in space. Uh, that sounds great, maybe, to you. But also, space flight is associated with oxygen deprivation stress, increased inflammation, and dramatic nutrient shifts that affect gene expression. So, yeah, you might be a little bit taller, but you might be a little more inflamed, too, and that's mm. that's not good. And don't they always say a lot of things spring from too much inflammation, uh, health problems? I don't know who they are. but <laughs> Those people.
you know they that's when you when you've read stuff and you can't remember exactly where you that's what you say you know what they say interesting well i wonder i i why did that happen what what happened up there well everything is you know the environment is so totally different uh i don't quite get the whole you know how he is taller now things because of there's a stretching machine they stretched him yeah, with a lack of gravity, that's what I always blame, you know, me losing. I mean, I've lost like a good half an inch, three quarters of an inch from uh, when I was in high school. Really? Headroom? Yeah, yeah, well, it's sad. It's very sad. You're, and, still, you're uh, still plenty tall, aren't you? Still, you're still tall. I think you're tall. I'm about 5'11 and a half. But, oh, uh, you, you read much taller than that. <laughs> Well, I aim the camera a certain way, to, so there's always never very much headroom. At the, you know what? That's that's like the biggest thing. Uh, the, if you wanted to know the FAQ, uh, what people say to me when, yes. when they meet me in person, one of the first things I hear most of the time is, "You're taller than I thought you would be." Really? I always think, well, what you have nothing to go by when you. <laughs> See on TV because usually it's the same shot because it's the chroma right. key thing and everybody kind of gets framed the same way. <laughs> You're taller than nothing. <laughs> I would do what do you say? Thank, thank you, or I'm sorry, or <laughs> I usually just say no problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way they aim the cameras. Well, if I went into space for a year and came back and joined you, uh, we'd have to re-aim this camera here because you right. know maybe I could get back to high school. <laughs> That's funny. Wouldn't it be awesome if you, you know, if you uh, were like younger? I don't know if they've done tests like to compare him with his identical twin. To you know, is he you know younger or is his you know body? I would think there's more stress being. I would imagine, but then again, what do we know? Yeah, if you were just in space all the time, but it's the getting to space <laughs> coming back. It's that whole launch thing, and you know, and splashdown. That that part seems to be. You know how they always say the roughest part of air travel is the takeoff and the landing, right? Or the most, you know, maybe the most dangerous part. Once you're cruising, you're fine at thirty thousand feet. So I would say it's the same thing. The space station. It's the it's that whole launch, <laughs> that and, whole and, splashdown. And it's kind of yeah, rough the on getting the home part. Jeez. Yeah, kind of rough on the body. So anyway, that's uh, story number. Too, and we are heading into uh, the end of Lent, and this weekend is Easter Sunday. Got your bonnet ready? Always, always got my bonnet ready. Are you crazy? <laughs> That'll add. That can add. You get the right hat. That adds two inches, man. <laughs> well, here is a uh, a story for the season. Baby Jesus has returned. <laughs> As oh. <laughs> Baby Jesus uh, statues are stolen nearly 90 years ago. Yeah, and that is that's a little more than a baby Jesus there, doesn't it? That looks like a like a five, six, seven, eight year old uh, Jesus. Uh, the statue was returned to a Hoboken, New Jersey minutes. church. Get this, almost ninety years after it was stolen. Wow. So, so the church, it wasn't the, church, the person who stole it who returned it, obviously. No, obviously. What um, the baby that was stolen from the church's nativity display in the early 1930s, the statue somehow came into this person's grandfather's possession, and the man never returned. Somehow it came into granddad's possession. What a mystery. <laughs> And the man <laughs> never returned it. Instead, this is the person uh, talking. Instead, he gave it to my mother after she was married, and she too kept it until her passing when it came to me. Why are we hoarding baby Jesuses? 
<laughs> Quit hoarding. <laughs> this should be shared. As a matter of fact, they call it, there's a phrase for that, the Great Commission. You should share Jesus with uh, everyone. <laughs> but they were hoarding the baby Jesus. And so she said, knowing the story, I felt it should be returned to the rightful owner, and you will find it enclosed. <laughs> And uh, the people at the church said they took the note on good faith and faith and welcomed <laughs> welcomed baby Jesus back into the church. The plaster statue is in great condition after those 80 years with only a chip on the bottom. And uh, they've traced it back to Crystal Springs, Florida, of course. Florida. Obviously, we know what happens in Florida. <laughs> the parish has been in existence since the 19th century, has old statues and relics in storage, uh, but they're not sure that they have any other parts of the nativity scene that actually correspond to the, the one that they stole baby Jesus from back in the 1930s. Well, it was the Depression. Uh, people did crazy things. <laughs> like stole baby Jesus. <laughs> I would just think that that's like the last thing I would steal. I would be looking, you know, I would be my own lightning detector after that. Makes you, know, you wonder, how did the person who stole that die? How <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's what the story has left out. Yeah. Let your imagination run wild there. <laughs> well, a happy uh, Easter uh, weekend to all. And those are some of the stories. Really, you should consider a bonnet maybe for next week's show. Just, you know. <laughs> I have worn bonnets before for Halloween. <laughs> so i'm trying to get up <laughs> all right i'll put on my stovepipe hat or something and come back and find some more stuff for you on the edge as far as weather goes it's kind of a mixed bag unfortunately i think we're going to not really see sunshine <laughs> at any point ever again uh, a few stray showers linger into Wednesday morning, rain likely after midnight into Thursday. Shower chances return Saturday afternoon and rain and there could be some snow mixture. Snow. I know, I'm really sorry. I just report it. Don't be mad at me. Uh, more rain and snow showers Monday night. Eventually, I figure we're just going to go directly into April showers and maybe we'll see sunshine by June. So just hang in there, everybody. All right. Hey, uh, Slice Sheet is proud to be the title sponsor of Edge of Indy and wanted to share it with the listeners and watchers of the show. A special offer. We provide digital marketing strategies here at, at, at Site Strategics, and we're constantly being asked about the, the question of, of return on investment. That's truly what you're focused on with any marketing firm, right? Well, we'd like you to discover your marketing ROI, so why not have a second opinion to check out your investment and if it's paying off or not. So we, we ask you to jump on over to uh, our site. Uh, a special offer is offers.edgeofindy.com forward slash ROI, and you can sign up right then and there to have a conversation about the report that we do for your, your digital marketing return on investment report. We look at your SEO, your social media, your paid advertising, all different spaces, including your own website, to see how well you're actually transacting and how well your investment's paying off for you. So go check out everything over at offers.edgeofindy.com forward slash ROI. This is Edge of Indy, showcasing Indianapolis tech trends, marketing industry champions, and business innovation. Broadcasting from Edge Media Studios. Now, let's get back to today's topic. So we're back. We're not lost anymore. I really need to find my center, though. Ah, uh, yes, you do. You do. And, and you know... You, you need to to, to, to kind of bring it all back in this holistic concept of Edge of Indy, right? That's exactly right. Please speak more soothingly to me. 
I don't know if I can, <laughs> but I know Elisa, uh, Elisa, Elisa, uh, Elisa? Uh, stop it, Elisa Fennig can. She's the owner of um, Embark Yoga. Elisa, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? We're, you we've been us. lost for a while here. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> Could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> we got off reservation a number of ways with Sarah, and that was fun. I love it. <laughs> Please, uh, please help us find ourselves again. Okay. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your business, and then we'll jump into the nuts and bolts of your offerings and whatnot. Sure. So uh, Embark Yoga Wellness and Spa is a holistic health spa and yoga studio. Mm-hmm. And I created it because I wanted to raise awareness of therapeutic yoga in Indianapolis. And I'm a certified yoga therapist. And so um, had this idea. And three years later, uh, we're in a bigger location, uh, all kinds of stuff going on. I, I know you'll probably want to dive into that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, just bringing some offerings to the community and trying to have a place, an urban sanctuary where people can really find their center. Mm-hmm. I love it. So therapy as a yoga or yoga as a therapy is yes. outside of what I think norm, like the average person Correct. when they think of they think of like young girls in yoga pants and ponytails and some other <laughs> reason I just think of a little short green muppet. Eh? Eh? What? Oh, what? that's Yoda. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dad joke. Everyone. Sorry. <laughs> um, however, you're really using yoga as more of a a res- like a resource and a, a healing measure yes. for a lot of people. Can you tell us about that and who you've been working with? Because it's kind of awesome. Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, most of, well, a lot of yoga studios, most of our clientele are probably 95% women. Mm-hmm. Not because of exclusion. Sorry, Aaron. Um, I got a girl's name, so <laughs> I'm halfway there. Oh, so you can come right in. <laughs> um, so, but... Uh, I, I work personally and privately a lot with women's health, mm-hmm. so that's probably why I attract women. But um, w- working with the tools of yoga, so just to give you a little bit of explanation, uh, there's eight limbs of yoga, uh, but I won't go into all of them. The main ones are the movement, you know, mm-hmm. the ones mm-hmm. you've probably seen, you know, in different me- sure. media, uh, the meditation and the breath work, which is called pranayama. So it's a movement of life force, so energy within us. Mm-hmm. And so we're using those tools to feel better, be healthy, uh, stay sane. And also, it's it's very important. Asterisk there, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, But uh, as a yoga therapist, we'll uh, and I have three yoga therapists at our studio. Oh, cool! um, Including myself, and so we're using it for mood management. We're using it to address chronic pain, uh, injuries, illnesses, things like that, and then going deeper if there's emotional Mm -hmm. healing stuff like that. That's incredible. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's so much more than stretching. It is much more. Uh, so there's a lot of different types of yoga in the mm-hmm. world. I mean, can you give us a quick broad overview as, as on yoga as a whole and, and kind of the different types? And what, you know, which kind is the best type of yoga? Well, I wouldn't say there's a best. Um, Good uh, answer. Very, yeah. very politically correct. <laughs> you don't want to upset those people. So. Exactly. So I, when I explain it, um, uh, there are so many different types, and I encourage people to try different styles, Mm -hmm. um, try different teachers, because yoga is about creating a relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. So you'll be attracted to a certain style, a certain teacher. So you have more vigorous styles such as Ashtanga, Bikram, um, even Iyengar can be vigorous. I tried that one. Yes. And uh, we're the only studio in Indy with Iyengar yoga. So and certified teachers. Yes. Um, So it can be quite vigorous, but it's also therapeutic because it Mm -hmm. aligns the body and the structure. Then you have your more cardio, your vinyasa flows, which can be slow. It can be fast. It can be hot. It can work uh, heat from the inside. 
Then you also have your gentle styles, mm -hmm. your Vinny yoga, which is very therapeutic. I have people recovering from strokes and uh, back surgeries and things who come to Vinny yoga and even Iyengar because they can't do the fast and mm -hmm. the up and down. It's kind of like Tai like Chi that. in a way. Yeah, right. exactly. So, so there's a whole range. And then you have your very like restorative yoga and yin yoga, which is sort of like a guided nap. Um, and so I know you love, yeah, you yeah, love like that. a vanilla chocolate yogurt. Uh, you know what? There, you can add all kinds of stuff. Is there a wine in. yoga? <laughs> there is, you know, that's popular. People do, uh, vino and vinyasa and, and things like that. Soft serve yoga. Yeah. Yes. You can add Pepperoni in. pizza yoga. <laughs> yoga with sprinkles on it. Sorry. So, I um, mean, you're of the mindset that balance is something that you create. Yes. And, and I wholeheartedly agree. And in, in, in the space of distraction that we are in a society right now, mm -hmm. there's so much trying to keep us off balance. Yes. And, and there's, there's literally a marketing industry <laughs> built around <laughs> trying to keep you off balance. Right. Uh, but, I mean, jump into, into that mantra and, 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 and share with our, our viewers and listeners why it's never too late to – well, what is balance, Right. Because a lot of people yeah. don't even know what no. that is. Mm -hmm. And then why is it A lot so of people have never known it. <laughs> yes. That's true. Well, That's absolutely true. And I true. believe a balance is something, yes, you create. And you have to constantly be tweaking because things happen in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's, um, you know, you joked about the dad jokes. You know, you get married, you get a new job, you um, open a new business, you have this, that. You know, something shifts all yep. the time. And, and the, the only constant is there will be change. And so the balance always has to come back. And so you're constantly tweaking. Your work schedule changes. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, where can I fit in my yoga or my exercise or, you know, martial arts or, yeah. or whatnot? And um, where can I fit in a meditation? Where can I go have a glass of wine, you know? Moderately and things like that. <laughs> um, so, so moderately, <laughs> consistently, moderately. Yes, I yes, believe that. exactly. And there's room for all of that. And there's room for pepperoni pizza and stuff too. Yes, there is. But um, you know, it, you're constantly shifting and finding that balance. Yeah. And when it comes to work and life balance, are you having enough time uh, with community and personally, mm -hmm. and also you know driving your career and things like that? So there's a balance in everything. You're always looking for that middle road. Part of why Embark is really special, too, is because you're so multi-focused. You're mm -hmm. not just focused on the physical component of yoga, but you're also focused on um, the massage therapy and the organic skin care. Like, you're you're all the, all the things. Yes. So tell us why that's your approach and why you think it makes you so distinctly different from other, sure. other yoga shops. Well, I totally believe in natural health and beauty inside and out. And um, when before we expanded, I noticed that my private clients – needed yoga they needed some other things i believed in natural skin care as well your skin uh, is really pretty by the way thank you like really sincerely it's good you have great skin well i will thank our estheticians and uh, our makeup artists <laughs> and stuff there although i did my own today and um and so but i hooked up with some holistic estheticians here in indy who were of the same mindset mm -hmm. and then some massage therapists and other holistic practitioners and i'm looking at our yoga students need other services and then my private clients need other services so why don't i create that home that mm -hmm. sense of community where they can come in and it's like a one-stop shop yeah. of wellness and that's actually what people tell me they come and say you know i found a home in embark Ooh. i found uh, my sanctuary my community here like somewhere they can nest yes yeah. and they're like Every person I meet, because we'll have, you know, special mini facial events or, you know, to introduce them to sure. our practitioners. Every person I meet, 
they're so welcoming. They're so wonderful. And then the education component is there. You know, how can you take care of your health? How can you take care of your skin in a natural way, chemical-free mm-hmm. way, non-toxic? And because what you put on your skin goes inside, what you put inside comes Absolutely. onto your skin. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so I just wanted to put all of those in place. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think it takes a lot of the guilt out of it. So a lot of times women feel bad, like, oh, gosh, I don't have time or like I feel bad wasting money. But if you're mm-hmm. going as an educational outlet and you can get all of it done in one place, then you don't have to feel bad about it. Exactly. Then you're learning. Yes. So you're investing in learning. You are. And like with our facials, um, our holistic ex- estheticians, and that's why we add the holistic part, is that we'll they'll actually talk about. Well, you know, your skin's inflamed. Have you been eating dairy products? Mm. Uh, Because I know that's my issue. You know, Cheese and I have a love-hate relationship. So the less I eat of that, my skin's not inflamed. So it's that education. It's not just here's a product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that goes to just the overall education of diet. Because we don't, we as a society don't realize how affected by by the food and, and, and the intake of of everything we consume, mm-hmm. how it affects our not only our metabolism, not only our, our physicality, but also our mentality. Yeah, and, definitely. And being educated and knowing that, you know, we are constantly besieged with high fructose, right? Mm-hmm. And we're on this constant sugar drip. You're so mm-hmm. mad at sugar. I am <laughs> mad at sugar. You just, for real, just actually pissed at sugar Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. You're pretty pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar and I don't see eye to eye. Bring it on, sugar. (laughs) But, I mean, there's an addiction Mm -hmm. out there, and people aren't aware. They need to kind of unplug themselves from the matrix a little bit Mm -hmm. and realize that they have a responsibility to their temple. Yeah. Right? Yes. Very good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very good. Ten years of martial arts, it's in there somewhere. (laughs) But you've got to take care and know how you're affecting yourself, Mm -hmm. and, and, and you just can't be washed over with... Uh, with just products because you don't know what you're doing to yourself. You got to have one. Well, you got to have a baseline. You got to have a knowledge of 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 how you're supposed to actually operate and feel. Mm-hmm. And so many times, individuals don't even have that that core knowledge. Sure, and you get bombarded by yeah. everything around you, and you don't know. And suddenly, food anxiety happens, and uh, all kinds of stuff. And and you're like, "What do I do?" So it's nice to have a guide or mm. have a place to go. And that's that's one of the reasons I created that Very space. Cool. By the way, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be drinking this. Your temple says no. <laughs> my temple says no. And it's my job to and, tell and, you. And now Brittany says no. And I'm supposed to because you yelled at me last week <laughs> for not telling you. So no, I mean, this is coffee, and you're not supposed to have it. Your get temple lost. says no. <laughs> Sorry, wrong segment. Um, so <laughs> you have some great events that are actually coming up. What's yeah, first one is the uh, the Wild Wisdom Retreats. Now, yes, that sounds intriguing. That's April seventh, right? April seventh, and we just announced one for May twelfth. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wild Wisdom Retreats is a combination of yoga, meditation. Uh, we actually do like yoga nidra, which is what I talked about sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a guided sleep between the awake and sleep state, so you get a real rest. Oh and wow. We go out to a friend's ranch, and she has a 25-acre ranch with nine horses, and we do equine-facilitated learning and coaching. That's cool. So you're combining. The horses will tell you exactly what you need to know. If you're in your head and you're not in your body, if you're mm. not grounded, the horse will not engage with you. Oh, wow. And so um, so 
when it comes to <clears throat> yoga and the energy and things like that, the horse will reflect that to you. So we'll, we'll do some journaling exercises. I have an integrative health coach who's on our team who will guide in some practical, healthy living tips. Hmm. So it's one day of really nourishing yourself and connecting with nature because we're so disconnected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to be. Yeah. So you also have an online resource that we can mention. Of right. our website? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you get mean? the website, yeah. but uh, you have a little teaser six out steps. there. Six steps. Oh, yes. Um, the six, I, I just launched a short online course called Six, uh, six Steps to a Pain-Free Life. Uh, like I said, a lot of people come in because of pain, chronic mm-hmm. pain. Uh, that's usually why they come see me. And then we'll, uh, you know, un- we'll peel away the layers of the onion and uh, a lot of times there might be an emotional component or something like that but they're dealing with chronic pain so I thought I would develop that and you know start there and talk about there's lots of reasons why you're in pain it might be posture Mm -hmm. sitting a lot um, emotional trauma things like that there's okay you know cute injuries and then the different ways you can address it hmm. going from the physical ways you can address it all the way through the emotional ways that's right so yes you're a problem mm-hmm. solver I like that I am a problem solver. and you attack it from all angles like you're not just a this is how it has to be fixed you, exactly because not every issue can be fixed one way <laughs> sometimes you need Correct. to try a lot of different things yeah so. everybody needs something different yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot good for you any final thoughts for our viewers or listeners who are in dire need of self-care but don't know how to like get started or they don't feel like they have the bandwidth to do something like this or to get involved in yoga? What do you have to say to people about self-care? Sure. Um, well, I offer personally 20-minute free consultations to help guide people through that. Cool. Um, that's you know part of our boutique experience and, and because not everybody can do privates and not everybody can uh, go to yoga three times a week or, sure. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do that. But really, I... I suggest starting small. You know, we want to always overhaul things. It's sort of like with eating. We want to just cut out sugar. Sure. And it's like, well, you know. And your body says no. And your body says, no, I want that. <laughs> and so uh, you it's just true. have to start out small. I, I have a client who she was like, I go to bed and I leave my makeup on. And I know it's all gross in the morning. You know, she your can't face do that. is. There's yes, makeup scars. Ex- you can't do that. Exactly. So she said, okay, here's your goal. You're going to wash your face and moisturize your face at night so the next day you feel a little more vibrant and just feel better about yourself. Put on some fresh makeup, and then you go into the world and start your day Mm -hmm. just feeling better. So, Hmm. I mean, just that little tweak is self-care. You're nourishing yourself in some way. Or you're taking 10 minutes, even five Mm -hmm. minutes of your day to sit in silence uh, and meditate. Boy, that's needed. (laughs) Yes, it really, it really is. is. And as little as five or ten minutes can be very effective. And so, the, you know, just small baby steps. You don't have to overhaul everything. Gosh. And then it'll start to uh, Isn't it funny unravel. how five minutes can restore, like, your entire being? You just need five minutes. Just don't something. do it at 3 p.m. Eastern uh, every no, Wednesday. everyone, get with it right now. You have to be listening. There's, there will be a quiz after the show. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, and, and, and you're, you're making... You're making habitual changes, mm-hmm. small small steps at a time. Well, because yeah. it takes what 21, 21 to thirty days. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you have to do it small steps, baby steps. You gotta have those wins too, because mm-hmm. nothing changes overnight, mm-hmm. right? Especially whenever you're actually reorienting yourself uh, on this on this not only uh, this balance perspective, but also just getting aware of yourself. There's a lot of things that you have to 
start undoing and you're not going to be able to see resounding huge changes overnight it's a behavior change uh-huh. right and you have to have the little reinforcers yeah right? exactly and um you mentioned awareness so awareness is that first step mm-hmm. in change so just being aware that you know you sleep in your makeup or you uh, aren't taking 10 minutes or five minutes yeah. to be quiet when you've got kids running around or you've got so much work to do i mean just being aware is a huge step in itself there you go. Well, so so for for any individual looking to consider yoga, what what guidance would you give them? Just a, a quick word of wisdom. Um, just you know, the, the, you can come to a studio. You can the yoga is proliferated everywhere, so you can come to a studio. You can go to a, your local gym. Yep. There's yoga online. Um, I would say that make sure you question the experience of your yoga teacher. Because Ooh. yoga teachers uh, can be a dime a dozen anymore. Shots fired, shots fired. I know, I, I love know. It. I have Just throwing down. Honest, though. Um, there are differing qualities. You know, mm-hmm. some people can get certified in a weekend. And when it comes to inj- if you're dealing with injuries yeah. or anything like that, you want to avoid being hurt again or re-injuring or yourself. Worse. <laughs> or yeah. worse, yes. And so, you know, really pay attention. Um, and then, of course, that other layer is creating that relationship. But r- really know what you're getting into. Would you encourage people to try different kinds, too? Like, don't yes. just try one and then get locked into that. Correct. I mean, maybe, maybe that's the one that you're meant to do. Well, but. because a lot of people try a class and they hated the teacher, they hated the class, and they'll never do yoga again. And hmm. so I encourage people to try a different style, try a different class or a different place because there are so many different styles and personalities of teachers that you will resonate with someone. Yeah. I love it. That's great. Uh, so the socials, uh, well, I'll go to the website first. That's Embark with a Q-U-E, E-M-B-A-R-Q-U-E, yoga.com. There that is on the screen. Uh, Facebook, Embark Yoga. Twitter, Embark Yoga. And Instagram, Embark Yoga. Perfect score, right? I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Thank you so much for uh, filling us with some good ideas and good mm-hmm. concepts. Um you're growing too. I mean, yes. you're you're looking to expand uh, a little bit further down the road. You're going to be yes. uh, taking up some additional square footage over there, right? I hope so. I I say that because if I say it positively, it'll totally happen. You got to speak it into reality, right? Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Well, Excellent. Well, I'll, I'll see you soon. Don't worry, because you're right great. by my. Ha- you're we're yes. neighbors, basically. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We certainly want to recommend to all of our listeners and, and viewers to be able to go check out. Uh, you're right there in Broad Ripple, and mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 right there on the Monon. So go check out Embark Yoga. And for everyone here at Site Strategics, we really appreciate uh, you listening and viewing our live cast. Hey, if you like what you hear, be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or Google. Google Play, and, and, and hey, give us some input. We'd love to hear what you have to say uh, about our show and who we should be talking to. Give us, give us some recommendations on a regular basis. Now so, let's all go be quiet. Let's all go be quiet. Five minutes. Together and get lost. So uh, for, <laughs> for, for <laughs> uh, Sarah's actually waving her hands out in the, in the lobby. <laughs> so for all of us at Site Strategics, as well as Brittany and myself, hey, thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned next week. Uh, and choose local and choose local often. Bye-bye.